0: All right, what's the deal this week? We're trying to talk about making summer plans. You know, you got a family. You got to do something with those rugrats, your spouse, and yourself. You know, you need to get away and go, go somewhere. Well, we're here to tell you where you can go and where you shouldn't go. And we have absolutely zero authority or expertise on what we're talking about. But they're just opinions, and they're great opinions, and you should hear them. Right, Mike? Yes. Thanks for showing up.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> Ready to do this? Yeah, we're hanging.
0: This episode of Small Town
1: Scuttlebutt is brought to you in part by Mike Page Studios. Hey,
0: that's you, Mike.
1: That's me. If you need something to do this weekend, check me out at Salem Arts Festival in downtown Salem. June 4th and 5th, I'll be in Derby Square. Small Town
2: Scuttlebots. Hello, Scuttlebuds, and welcome to another episode of Small Town Scuttlebot. So, Rick, it occurred to me the other day that because Leslie and I, your wife and I, are very good friends, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in her basement with her husband. I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. <laughs> So, anyway, Scuttlebuds, welcome to another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Um, I'm psyched to be here today with Rick and hopefully Mike, if he makes it. Yeah, behind Mike... the school buses. <laughs>
0: yeah, so Mike, Mike, I love Mike's texts. Last time it was, "Hey, uh, got held up at a Burger King," and, and he,
2: he he didn't mean held at gunpoint. He literally meant he waited 45 minutes for a takeout hamburger.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he was stymied by a. Uh, a seven-year-old mm-hmm. with an attitude, yep. and um, hijinks ensued. Well, now it's uh, he's talking about um, school buses. Hmm. You know, it's I mean, only it's not,
2: it's not back to school, right? It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's only
0: the month of May. We got one month left of the school year, and he's like, "Damn, school buses! No one ever told me about these <sighs> things." Well, Liz, I'm very sensitive to your time. Thank you, and mm-hmm. that's why we have to start the show without Mike. You mm-hmm. said you had a limited amount of time, so I set an alarm on my phone, and when that Alarm goes off. It's time for you to go, and I have to respect that. And if we're in mid sentence, I'm just gonna cut you off and kick you out. I'm gonna Perfect. say, oh, "That's it. Love it. You have to go get a kid or something. <laughs> that's exactly do one what I of have those par- parental kind of things." Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of parenting, can we can we just chit chat for a second about a new word my daughter learned? Oh, sure. And my daughter, Scuttlebutt's at home. Liz's daughter and my daughter are in the same grade. They're both about ten years old. Mm-hmm. Right. Rosie asked me if the word ho was a bad word. <laughs> she said, oh, I heard it was a bad word for a woman. And I said, well, where did you hear that? And she says, I heard it from Avery.
2: That would be my Avery. That's
0: your daughter. Mm-hmm. So your daughter yes. and my daughter are exchanging mm-hmm. some words. And um, I just want to share that with you. And let's, let's talk yeah, about it because, so- <laughs> you know what, I'm not, I don't really care.
2: Well, I'm so glad that she said it to Rosie not that I want her to say it but if she was going to choose a friend to say it to, at least I know you and Leslie aren't going to get upset and look at in the spirit of these are kids talking and whatnot and learning exactly Mm -hmm. so scuttlebuds, I have an eighth grade boy who has a lot of lot of colorful words in his vocabulary and he said to me one day i don't know we we're just talking about kids in his grade or whatever and he out of the blue just said so and so is a hoe and he said the name of a girl in his grade and i said that's wildly inappropriate wow and what what grade is this eighth eighth grade Th- there we this is a whole other episode we can get into our own vaping mm-hmm. and drinking and things like that but wow. i'm floored at where these kids are today yeah so i said You're not allowed to say that word, particularly in my presence, and do not refer to a female like that. That's a completely derogatory way to refer to a girl or a woman. Yep. And yep. I said, what do you think that means, by the way? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, you know, she's got seven boyfriends. And I go, honey, I you know she has seven boyfriends. I just she prayed them up and down the hall in the middle school. Right, and right. he said, oh, everybody says she does. I said.
0: And then you said, well, if she's not sleeping with any of them, then she's not a hoe. Well, I was,
2: well, I was like, <laughs> lesson number one, don't use that word. Lesson number two, don't listen to all of the BS you hear coming out of your stupid friends' mouths. Sure. And I said, what if it was one of your guy friends that had seven girlfriends? Yeah. Would he be a hoe? And he goes, yeah. I was like, well, oh, at least you're an equal opportunity sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was – but, you know, sometimes Dan oh. and I aren't always aware of the little ears in our house when we're having these conversations. Because mm-hmm. I believe in addressing things in the moment. Oh, yeah. So if Teachable we'll, moments. Yeah, that's completely. What yep. Like, I'm never going to say to my kids, I don't want to talk about that right now. Or that's not appropriate to talk about right now. Or we'll do that when you're older. If they're curious mm-hmm. and they want to learn and they have a question – we're addressing it right then and there because it's better that than them learning it in the back of a school bus or on a playground. So, yep. um, which like sometimes mortifies my husband cause he's like a total repressed Catholic, but uh-huh. I feel like I'd rather get out in front of something and have them be comfortable with those conversations and be able to come to me to talk about them. Sure. So Avery denied, denied, denied that she said this to Rosie and then she finally broke.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> so you, so I texted this to you. I said, yes. Hey, my daughter learned a new word. So you have since brought it up. Yes. And I
2: said Aves I said it's and she said I don't really know what it means but I think it it's another word for bitch. Mm, and I said, that's exactly what my daughter yeah. said. And she spelled that word out. <laughs> And I said, you're headed kind of in the right direction. I said, but it's not a nice word and it's a not a nice way to refer to someone. And it particularly come out of a 10 year old girl's mouth is not appropriate. No. So please don't say that or, or share those things with mm-hmm. your friends.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a really sensible way of just kind of downplaying it. Yeah. And, you know, let's just dismiss this word. Let's just the- erase it from your vocabulary. Right. And we don't need to keep.
2: Because if I make it a big deal, she's gonna think it's oh wow, this is cool. How many more people can I tell? Right. So yeah, teachable moments.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I I kind of like the idea that I had the relationship with my daughter where she could come up to me. Yes. And ask me.
2: Yeah, she went to you.
0: Yeah.
2: I think that's awesome. She'll
0: you know she'll hit 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 up whatever parent is around, (laughs) and I'm I'm oftentimes around, so she's like, hey dad, (laughs) Dad. like
2: would have it. Hey dad, you're
0: here. What do you think of the word ho?
2: <laughs> I know. But it so is funny. it's yeah, it's wild the stuff that these kids are exposed to these days and the stuff that you have to be able to address and get out
0: mm-hmm. in front
2: of before it's too late.
0: Well, you know, this is great because you're supposed to learn these things in the back of a school bus. <laughs> hey <laughs> Speaking of school buses, how's our
1: buddy Mike doing? It's weird. I'm, I'm not in my usual seat, and I feel like I'm being interviewed because I walked in on the show. You're
0: being interrogated. This is not the first time you sent me a text with some bullshit excuse for right.
1: running late. Well, you wanted to meet at 4 p.m. on a Monday, and what I was forgetting is school buses. Yeah. So I was trying to leave uh, Salem at 240, mm-hmm. which should have been fine, but I was forgetting school buses. So Salem and Peabody slowed me way down. Stopping every fifty mm-hmm. feet. Also, what is the deal with crosswalk uh, crossing guards letting kids pass uh, across the street the second they get to the crosswalk? Make them wait. What are we? What values are we instilling in children by not making them mm. learn patience? We already it's just yeah. Oh, here you you're you're twenty feet from the crosswalk. Let me stop everybody. Mm. Nope. That's Hard not helping no. with
2: the immediate gratification that yeah. these kids already it's, are it's exposed absolutely to. Absolutely
1: ridiculous.
0: I got a text message from a local resident who wants us to do a story on... Crossing guards. Crossing guards. <gasps> because oh. they are all ready to quit. So they're at wit's end with attitudinal behavior by parents. Anyway. You know.
2: But we won't have that problem much longer no. because it's almost summertime.
0: Yes. You that, know what that means. A directional change <laughs> in our conversation to get on the topic. Good job, Liz. Was Thank wait, you. I waiting for someone to just... We were just passing the puck and someone took a <laughs> shot... Bar down went in. Good job. Mm. Let's talk about summer plans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Up here in New England, it's a coveted season because it's it's short. It's relatively short, right? It's yep. you get a good June, a good July, a good August, September, you're back in school and that's it. You know, maybe 10 12 weeks,
2: you don't even really get June because the kids don't get out of school until the end, yeah. so it's like a July and most of August because then they go back, so it's pretty abbreviated.
1: Yeah, you get eight weeks if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of
2: people think, like, oh, week on the Cape, week in Maine, maybe a road trip mm-hmm. to you know Hilton Head or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to bring to the table something that maybe folks haven't considered as an alternative to those typical New England summer getaways, okay. Uh, but first, I want to know from you two, do you believe in ghosts or anything paranormal?
0: Well, I believe um, in staying off my phone when someone's talking to me. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Freaking millennial over here texting no, while you I were setting this
2: like, whole thing Can you repeat that? I you don't were, believe <laughs> in ghosts or anything
1: paranormal, no. Okay.
2: Okay, you fair know what I was
1: just doing. <laughs> I was multitasking. Ooh, in heels? Were you, you wearing heels? Go no, put some flip heels on today.
0: Oh, multitasking flip flops.
2: All right, so Mike's a no go for ghosts and the paranormal. Rick, mm.
0: I I lived in a haunted house. I've oh,
2: all right, I've fantastic. Been there,
0: done that. Seen them,
2: mm-hmm. felt all them. Right. Wonderful, felt them.
0: Well, they felt me. I mean, is regret- this like a
2: press charges type of deal? Uh, no, or? <laughs> no, no,
0: it, it, no. I liked it.
2: <laughs> okay, so parents, if you want to do something different than your typical. Vacation the summer that's on the beach and what have you, and maybe you just want to scare the shit out of your kids. There are a number of activities in New England that can fulfill that need, the first of which is right here in Massachusetts. You can stay at the Lizzie Borden house in Fall River, which is currently a bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this until recently. For those of you who may not know who Lizzie Borden is, she, as a 16-year-old young woman, Chopped her mother and father to death with an axe. Allegedly. That
1: was pretty good.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Because she was acquitted, but I mean, yeah, yeah. totally suspicious. Mm.
1: So, Well, as, the glove didn't fit. <laughs> Too soon, Mike.
2: Too
1: soon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And
2: as part of your stay there, you can book a ghost tour around Fall River or a ghost hunt where you actually go hunting around the house for ghosts using, quote unquote, special equipment. I don't know if that's like the proton packs they had in Ghostbusters. They did mm-hmm. not specify what the special equipment was, but it sounded. Well, pretty cool. I think you
1: mean the PKE meter because the proton <laughs> pack everybody knows is what the. Oh, know, that's
2: what they used to suck them back up. Yeah, yeah it's what, okay. it's, the,
1: it's like the blaster pack on their back. Gotcha. But, okay. But anyway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I don't know. Those who have spent the night at Lizzie's house have reported hearing a woman crying and seeing apparitions. So maybe you'll get lucky.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Does getting lucky for you usually mean that a woman is crying?
2: (laughs) Sometimes it's me crying. (laughs) All right, so destination number two. This is a really popular place that um, I've been to, and a ton of my friends go every year to go skiing, the Mount Washington Hotel in Bretton Woods. So it's supposedly haunted by the builder's widow, Carolyn. And staffers have reported seeing her descending the stairs for dinner and have noticed lights being inexplicably turned on and off in one of the towers. Now, let's say you're you're working in housekeeping. It's your first day, and you just see Carolyn strolling down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Do you immediately make a beeline for the exit and never come back? Or are you like, oh, whatevs? And like 20 years later, you're just like, oh, there's that goofy broad coming down the stairs again. I'm like... Be- which way do you go? I don't know. I mean, you grew up with ghosts, apparently, Rick, well, and you don't uh, seem phased by it.
0: You don't know what you're going to do until that situation right, happens. Right. You, ad- anybody that has not experienced in the counter with a ghost or mm-hmm. an apparition or anything can can with all bravado say, "Oh, I do this, I do that." I tell you something. When that thing sees you and you see it for the first time, whatever form it comes in, I've is seen. It, in is
1: of, it eating pizza in the hallway?
0: <laughs> yeah, hot yeah, dogs and yeah. <laughs> I've seen it in a um, a black light absorbing Mm -hmm. silhouette form i've seen it in a cloudy smoke form and i've seen it
1: uh while not on in a
0: reflection through through a window oh wow
1: like did you ever see it while not under the influence of hallucinogens (laughs) yes every single time and how many like
2: over a period of years how long oh this
1: was was in one
0: month
2: oh my god really yeah oh wow yeah and then you just stopped and you never saw it again
0: yeah, one time I had a conversation with it. I came home, you know, from the bars one night. And it was like <laughs> 2 in the morning, and I walked home. Mm-hmm. and I was, Hallucinogens, I was way off. No. Go well, ahead. This is how, I think I exercised it. I think I did a, I have
2: heard that. I a, have actually heard that. If you talk back to the ghost and be like, you know what? I'm done. We're good here. That's it.
0: Yeah. F- after the, th- so three times it had happened mm-hmm. within a month. I've, I'd seen it. It revealed itself to me. It once grabbed me. That kind of I'm, thing. What? It revealed itself to me.
2: <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs>
0: um, so I basically, I came home from the bar when I was just getting unchanged, ready for bed. And I was like, <laughs> it sounds- I was drunk, naked and vulnerable.
2: <laughs> and
0: exactly I, when the ghost always <laughs> And strikes. I'm like, this is a perfect
1: time. Uh, to the ghost show was this. like
2: Thank God I was a ghost and not Harvey Weinstein. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, I too soon for that one. Oh, yeah, stop. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I'm That's a woman, true. I can Yeah. It's been say going it. on yeah. for 40 years. <laughs> yeah.
0: So no, I um I remember at that moment I was saying, you know, it's something I'm going to do something about this ghost. And so I basically told it, I said, look, you are deceased. You do not live. You are not alive. I am in the physical mm-hmm. world. This is my world. You're kind of hanging out. Now, I don't know if that's because you want to or you can't leave. But if you can leave, it would be great if you did. And if right. you can't, so, it would be great if you could just not reveal yourself yeah. to me anymore because it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so and it recap. never did it again. It never came around ever again.
1: Rick came home drunk and gave a an end-of-the-movie rousing Emilio Estevez locker room pep talk To a ghost. All right, Liz. (laughs) What else do you have?
2: Destination number three: Stowe, Vermont. Another popular tourist destination for us New Englanders. In between hiking, biking, and fishing, you can go visit this bridge called Emily's Bridge, where a girl named Emily flung herself from the rafters after being stood up by her lover. Newsflash, Emily. Probably was not worth it. He would eventually disappoint you anyway. (laughs) Visitors have reported seeing scratch marks appear on vehicles, heard footsteps on the bridge, and spotted a white apparition. Oh,
0: my God. I was going to say, this is 100% bullshit. Ah! (laughs) Because the whole thing is, this just... I was gonna. I was waiting for you to say something like "in a long white flowing dress," uh, right? Right? Like, I don't know. It,
2: it Just said white apparition. Hang
0: on. White apparition. I I just, I'm gonna go in. it was a long flowing gown or white dress,
1: flung like this. Is just this is like a Nicholas Sparks movie.
2: Not you even. Know got oops, not even.
0: even.
1: I just googled this to find out, and it turns out the white apparition on the bridge is an SUV. <laughs> nice. And what's more uh, telling is that someone's finger is in this photo. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Mom! Move your finger.
2: Trans- Mike is such a bridge. skeptic. Yeah, we're no, gonna, it, we're, we're taking you to Lizzie Board's so yeah. <laughs> for overnight. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. There.
1: I'm am against that though. Like this is this is a woman who allegedly, allegedly. killed her family. And then somebody buys it and is like, I'm going to make so much money off of this.
2: Yeah, that's the American dream. Capitalism, Amazon, finance. I have no twisted. problem with it. <laughs> All right. So lastly, I don't know. Have you guys ever heard of the Bridgewater Triangle here in Massachusetts? No. Okay, similarly to the Bermuda Triangle, it is encompassed of 17 towns in southeastern mass, so many small towns. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's known for all these mysterious things happening within this radius. So it's known for, host, for hosting an array of spooky sightings from Bigfoot to UFOs to ghosts. And mm-hmm. within the Bridgewater Triangle is the Freetown Forest, which is home to the Pukwudgie. Do you guys know what a puckwudgie is? No. So it's translated as little wild man of the woods that vanishes. And according to folklore, the puckwudgie lures people to their death using magic, poison arrows, and fire. So stay out of the Freetown Forest, people, oh, wow. unless you want the puckwudgie to get you. The
1: puckwudgie. <laughs>
2: what a weird name. I know.
1: Well, it was a creature found in Delaware and Wampanoag mm-hmm. uh, traditions. Nice.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is my. If you're Dammit. looking for an alternative to a beach vacation, amusement parks, what have you, mm-hmm. scare the shit out of your kids. All right.
0: We have uh, 30 seconds with with you, Liz. How do we How do we wrap it up?
2: I did like all all these weird summer camps. One of which is run by Ted Nugent. What? Yep. In Massachusetts? No, these all right. are all over the country. Um, we don't have that many cool camps here, yeah, right. So, But that's too much content for. Y-
0: you can't just say there's a Ted Nugent camp and then move <laughs> on. <Liz. laughs> Can you just wrap up with telling us about the Ted Nugent camp?
2: Um, you'll be pleased to hear that Ted Nugent runs a camp for kids. Mm-hmm. And for two weekends each summer, little noogies <laughs> aged 11 to 16 are taught, quote, basic lessons in life. Like international bow education, hunter safety and law, the golden rule, which was not explained, and the Ten Commandments. So there's a biblical aspect to this as well, I assume. Although only BB guns are used at the camp, Nugent personally gives a heartfelt lecture about gun ownership rights, the dangers of drugs and alcohol, and the power of octane-fueled rock, as well as a musical performance. Wow. Free concert! Wow!
1: <laughs> you, know who else, you know who's like a counselor there? Guaranteed. Kid Rock. Kid
0: Rock. Oh my God! Yeah. And you're gonna yes. say that? Yeah, <laughs> yep. that's awesome. Well, Liz, yep. thanks so much. We're getting mm-hmm. you out on time, right? So I appreciate
2: close. that. I gotta pick my kid up from her tutor. But, but we. how to do math. You no. only have time
1: for one of them. Which one would you do?
2: To send my kid to?
1: No, for you. Like if you oh, were going to one me. of the haunted places oh, the or. Oh, haunted places. Massachusetts. Or...
2: I don't know. I'm like, I want to say I want to go to the Lizzie Borden B and B, but there's a part of me that's genuinely afraid.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, the ghost there! It's like, oh, they're trying to find me again. I hate this. <laughs> The ghost there is named
1: Steve. (laughs) And he had nothing to do with the Lizzie Borden thing. He's just. He was just
2: passing through. (laughs) Yeah, he's
1: just a squatter. All right, Liz, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks,
2: guys.
0: Hey, Mike, you know the phrase it takes a village? To raise a child. You know, it also takes a village to clean my clothes. I, b- I believe it. And when I say village, I'm specifically talking about Medfield Village Cleaners. These guys do all on-site alterations and dry cleanings for your wardrobe. Mike's laughing. Did I say something wrong?
1: Yeah, I'm enjoying the idea that it takes a village to clean your clothes. All oh, these people are like, geez, I don't know what this guy gets into. Yeah. What a slob. Yep.
0: Spaghetti sauce again? This guy. Yeah. Give him a bib.
1: It's not even spaghetti sauce. It's spaghetti o sauce. <laughs> Disgusting. So <what> swine. Are, <laughs> go online
0: and check them out. It's Medfield Village Cleaners. You're on the clock with that cape rental. You better get going. But mm-hmm. oh, you got
1: to do the lawn. Yep. Don't forget to weed whack around the mailbox, Rick.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and leaf blow those clippings right
1: yeah out into the street for someone else to deal with that's no r- thanks
0: that's right and then you got to water all your shrubs and your pots and things like that or start that vacation early yeah. a couple hours early yeah treat yourself treat yourself yep to a little head start on that vacation yeah by calling mario ipoliti mm-hmm. over at mario's lawn care where he and his crew give you the service that you deserve because you're a good person. You have a nice house and you take care of it. Check them out online. Mario's Mario'sLawnCare.biz
1: All right. So Liz was just talking about um, some haunted locations that you might potentially travel to.
0: Do you have some scary options yourself there, Oh, Michael? yeah.
1: I would argue that I have some that are more terrifying. <laughs> so Cape Cod, everybody thinks of, you know, the scenic, lovely beach. Mm-hmm spending time with your family well as a small child i was brought to cape cod where my grandmother had rented a timeshare for a week Mm -hmm. actually i believe two weeks but my family was only there for a week
0: they were only invited for one week yeah
1: (laughs) so i was all excited we got to stay in a tent it rained that entire week terrible The water's pooling Mm -hmm. under the tent. And this is early (laughs) 80s where like the tents, they weren't what they are now. Mm -hmm. You're not getting a sweet rain fly with your tent. You're getting wet is what you're getting. (laughs) So here I am. I'm like four years old, sopping wet and freezing in the middle of the night. But don't worry because the daytime, it's great. No, Cape Cod, at least the part that I was on when I was four, it's a wind farm. All of the home movies that my dad has of that day, this is what they sound like. So, anyway, beautiful scene at Cape Cod. Yeah. Actually, la- last so summer— So, wait, that's
0: your contribution to the show? Mike, come to the yeah, show with some, with some alternative—
1: no, la- Last summer for the bachelor party, I had a blast down on the cape, even with food poisoning. <laughs> I had the time of my life. It was great. Uh, but four-year-old Mike hates the cape. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, thanks for that, Mike. So, um, Well, what about whale watching? You want to go whale watching, Rick? Whale watches are cool, man. Eh. Wh- whale watches. Wh-
1: Whales are cool. I don't know that whale watches are cool.
0: Well, you know why the whale watch is cool? Because you get to see the whale, which you just admitted was cool. So, therefore.
1: Yeah, but you have to be in a group. I think a private whale watch would be great.
0: What's your favorite kind of whale?
1: You know what? Maybe a narwhal. Because, like, Ooh, what? Yeah. What? You know that thing that happened.
0: Yeah, you know that thing's a tooth. Yeah, it's a tooth. It's bizarre. It's a buck tooth
1: growing out of their forehead.
0: (laughs) It's a tooth coming out of your face. (laughs) We would pick on you if you were a human. But it's made of hair. It is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, collagen or something. Like, uh, no, I don't know. Now, you know
1: what? This is the. It is a tusk. This is the portion so of the show where we talk
0: tooth. about things we don't know anything about.
1: It's an enlarged tooth with sensory capability and up to 10 million nerve endings inside. Can grow as long as 10 feet, Rick.
0: All right, let's get down to brass tacks, Mike. Yeah. You came in with some uh, <laughs> tourists beware. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Advisories. Yes. Okay. Yep. So one of them was don't go to Cape Cod because it's going to rain all week and it's going to be forty yes. degrees and it's going to be windy because that's well, what happened to you when you I were think four. really. What
1: I'm saying is don't go camping on Cape Cod. Got it. Next. Outside of a perfectly good cabin. What
0: cottage? What, whatever what, they call them. Yeah. What else should uh, tourists be aware of this year,
1: according to Mike Page? Whale watches. <laughs> whale watches. Yeah. What's wrong with a whale watch? Well, it sounds fun. Yeah. You're, you don't get to, instead of watching whales, you're watching people puke.
0: That's, and they don't
1: put that on the brochure, do they? No, but that That's is... That's a careful omission on their part.
0: Mm, it is also a very specific uh, choice yeah. that you, as a patron on the boat, gets to make for themselves. Do I look at the big giant tail fin? That breached the water 30 yards to my left here? Or to look at that little fat kid throwing up?
1: The fat kid. <laughs> over the railing. 100 times out of 100, <laughs> the fat kid.
0: So everybody's, watched, everybody's watching the whale and the water spout, and you're looking at the kid hurling yeah, over the railing. And I'm like,
1: good God, why did you come? You're just ruining everything, which is funny, because that's exactly what Allie would say about me. Why did you come? You're just ruining it.
0: So no two whale watches. Yeah. No, to Cape Cod, period.
1: Yeah, what else do you love in Massachusetts that you want me to crap on?
0: I like going into Boston.
1: Oof. <laughs> Oof. What's your favorite thing in Boston?
0: What do I like in Boston? Freedom Trail. Okay. Shit on that, Mr. Frickin' Revolutionary War aficionado.
1: Well, I will say that Ben Franklin's birthplace deserves more than it gets. You know what it has? A bust of Ben Franklin's head that is probably life-size, if not slightly smaller. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's two stories above the street. You, oh, wow. You'll never see it if you don't say, know that it's there. I believe it's on Milk Street. Yeah. It used to be above a Sir Speedy copy, but I don't think it's a Sir Speedy anymore. It's something else now. But nowadays.
0: it was when, when he was born. Yes. I believe.
1: Yeah. It yeah, was uh, the first Which one. is how he be, got involved in uh, printmaking. Everybody knows that. Yep. That's how he got into the, the printing press. Mm-hmm. Sir Speedy copy.
0: And just the expedited delivery of those copies too. Yeah,
1: that's how they spread the Declaration of Independence so fast. Most people mm-hmm. don't know that.
0: That's right. Yep. I love the little historical tidbits we
1: yeah we provide. The on show the is show. nothing if not educational. Also, Henry Knox's bookstore way undervalued. Henry Knox was an icon. Okay. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. I'm have it's to take right there. Do it. you know where it is? No. It's it's uh, across from Old South Church. Nice. Like diagonally across is that brick building. I think there's a bunch of like restaurants in there now, like uh, sandwich shops. <laughs> but it used to be Henry Knox's bookstore, where he, brilliantly, as books came in from England, he would read them all. Well, he could sense that a war was going to inevitably break out. Mm-hmm. He started getting all kinds of books on artillery and warfare, and and you know, oh, I'm look, I'm selling these to the the. London elite that are over here right now. No. He was reading it all, which is how... He had zero uh, experience when Mm -hmm. the war broke out, but he was one of our most valuable uh, people because he had studied it so much on his own. This has nothing to do with summer travel. No, it
0: doesn't. But sometimes we like to talk about stuff and take things for a ride and see if they arrive to a destination, and that story, unfortunately, did not, Mike. (laughs)
1: Well, it's on the Freedom Trail yeah. in the middle of it. True. So
0: Interesting. I, mean, I got you. I got
1: you. You going to Disney World this summer, Rick? Uh,
0: you know something? I, My wife and I are in lockstep on this ideology. In fact, it is one of, one of the things that that brought us together mm-hmm. in holy matrimony
1: is— A disdain for Disney?
0: Yes. <laughs> and that we, we will deny—we'll fight to our death to deny our children the experience of— A Disney vacation.
1: That is a union of matrimony that is bound to last eternally. Mm -hmm. I found the one. Now, she's been there, like, I think three times when she was a kid,
0: and then maybe once, like, in college on a trip or something. I don't know. Me, never. And there was a time where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. I I think around 12 years old. I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? The ship has sailed. And uh, you know something? Fuck Disney. I'm never going to go. I didn't get to go, Mm -hmm. and I'm never going to go. And I that's don't need, spirit. and I don't need to go because right. everything there is fake, like
1: including the perspective.
0: Yeah, the whole thing. Everything's, it's forced perspective on every, Main Street. Everything's awful. It's wild. Yeah, there's Here's, national parks and there's other countries and other cultures and other beaches and other mountains. And this planet is twenty five thousand miles around the waistline. That's we're, a big woman. Yeah, we are talking about limited disposable time to spend with your family and go somewhere. You got this whole giant planet Earth to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's a spectacle in itself. Yeah. And where are you going to go on your one week? You're going to go to a manufactured, fake, contrived fantasy place. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm like, did you know you could be hanging out and zip lining and horseback riding and sit on beaches and, and jeeping around in Costa Rica? Mm-hmm. You could have been doing that. No, you're waiting in line to get on that thing that's
1: going to make your kid throw up. Well- Here's what you're For missing two out hours. on. Here's two what you're missing hours. out on by never having been at Disney World. The last time I was there, mm-hmm. we had a German exchange student. She was dying to see Disney World while she was here, so my whole family went. We went on a ride. I don't know if they still have it, but there was a ride called E.T. the Extra Terrestrial, <laughs> about a an alien that gets like teleported. So they're trying to teleport an astronaut. They've just uncovered this technology we can teleport an astronaut through through the universe blah 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 mm. well they go to do it but something goes terribly wrong as they're demonstrating it and uh, like the lights flicker and then you for half a second you see like an alien inside the tube like this giant like predator alien mm. and then the lights go out again and then you hear glass breaking the lights come back on a, a minute or so later uh, you know 10 seconds later there's steam coming out The tube is completely shattered and the alien's not there anymore. And you just start. Oh, no. This ride is great because you're strapped into your seat. You don't go anywhere, but you're strapped in. Yeah. There were so many warning signs on the way in. Like, do not. Do not do this ride if you're pregnant, if you have uh, heart problems, if you have. And I was like, my dad and I are like, what is this? Like, (laughs) Sign us up. Yeah. (laughs) And every like 20 feet in line. So, you know, every hour or so of standing there waiting, you get another sign. Don't do this. If you're we get inside, there's a giant group of blind people. Mm -hmm. And my dad and I are like, they didn't see the sign because they couldn't. Right. How does this. What, what are the warnings for blind people? It didn't say anything about that. So this ride is like totally a sensory thing. Never mind what we just saw. They're being told what's happening in the room. But what you don't realize is there are like steam vents behind you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and speakers right behind you. So the alien is moving through the theater, which, you know, by the sound of the screams getting closer and closer to you. Yeah. As it reaches you, you're harness thing on you tightens on your shoulders and like slightly massages your shoulders like the thing has its hands on you oh god and then the the headrest like slightly massages your head as you're hearing disgusting sounds of like your head being eaten yeah (laughs) and then and then there's like uh like water misting at you like it's blood it's great anyway the lights came (laughs) on at the end the entire blind group gone and like the second the lights came on, my dad goes, That was not. where are the blind people? <laughs> they were gone. It must have been terrifying for them. Oh yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> anyway, you should probably go to Disney if they still have that ride. <laughs> okay. What's it called? E.T. the extra Terrestrial.
0: You know what? I've never heard of that ride in all the years it I've probably heard. Probably only
1: last like, a year. <laughs> Alien Counter extraterrestrial
0: is it still a thing
1: oh excuse me no because i just googled it and the third youtube video that comes up for it is under the title defunct land so no i think it was short-lived oh that's too bad oh yeah it was only around 95 to 2003 sorry rick all right so uh let's get out of here mike all right what did we learn today well rosie's got some new vocabulary she learned the word ho Sup, how? I'm consistently late. Uh, We learned about some haunted vacation locations. Alternative alternative
0: vacation locations.
1: Yes. Uh, That does it for this week's episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, (laughs) so we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us, like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Medfield Village Cleaners, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.